the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News I'm Bob Agnew in Washington People from New York City to Maine woke up to deep snow and high winds today. New York Governor Kathy Hochul. High winds, heavy snow, blizzard conditions all the elements of a classic nor'easter and that's what we're dealing with right now Eversource Energy spokesperson Chris McKinnon in Boston says power line repairs will have to wait until the winds die down. So our crews are in position. They are responding when it's safe to do so. But when you're dealing with some really strong winds like this, it's just not safe necessarily to put any crews up in the bucket trucks to make physical repairs to some of the lines. Airlines canceled more than 4,500 flights. Tribute yesterday to slain New York Police Department rookie Jason Rivera, who was gunned down with his partner last week. His widow had nothing good to say about the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg or the way the laws are being enforced right now in New York City. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Gabe. Glad to have you along today. And we want to tell you about something pretty special. It's the last day of National School Choice Week. If you're seeking a private education, we can help you save 50% off your first year of tuition. See a list of partnering schools and learn more at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. The Narn with Mitchburg is next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The red voice of sanity in the sea of log-rolling blues. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, which, by the way, a week from today turns 20 years old, is shot in the dark dot information shot in the dark dot info uh, falls right before Ronald Reagan's birthday, which by the way is perfect. We'll have to observe that next week on the show here as well. Uh, twenty years, almost twenty years strong, a week shy of that, which it blows my mind. It's it's a milestone that if you'd have told me twenty years ago, I would get anywhere near. I had no concept of anything lasting twenty years, much less a writing project, which is really what it's been. 
We'll talk about that next week, no doubt. Uh, also, uh, we're coming up on the 18th anniversary of this broadcast. Now, I'm the only person left. Well, King Banyan and I, I actually, I left from the original charter crew of seven of us. We'll talk about that, well, next month. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, Jack, uh, by the way, Jack Tomzak heard every Saturday from 3 to 5 right after my show. Brad Carlson heard from 1 to 3 on Sundays here on AM 12A, The Patriot. And King Banyan who is heard uh, on the regular every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, will finally get time to have our 10th anniversary party. I'm kind of looking forward to that. At any rate, uh, big show coming up today. We've got uh, Senator Dave Osmek uh, joining us in a bit here, a little later on this hour, to talk about the ongoing uh, money pit that is the Southwest Light Rail Line. Just when you think it can't possibly get any worse, and... By the way, I mean, it does. It just keeps on going. It's a gift uh, that keeps on, well, taking, quite frankly. It's, uh, it's, it's just keeps right on. It's, uh, I, I mean, we're, the news came out this past week, and by the way, it didn't give you any news, really, if you've been listening to this show. We've known that huge problems are coming up with the Southwest right, right, uh, Light Rail. <laughs> Say that 20 times fast. I think I just tried to. Anyway, uh, Southwest Light Rail line uh, it, going a good 35 40% over budget already, and uh, they're and going another, what, two, three years off a of schedule here. Uh, this is what's known in the world of engineering, where I earn my uh, day job money as a debacle. Did I say engineering? Oh, yeah. My product that I designed from a plain white whiteboard uh, is has been released to the public. I'm not going to go into details, but um, just kind of showing you all how it's done. Yes, I know it's software, not uh, not not a rail line. But we'll, we'll talk about why uh, the the Southwest Light Rail Line has gone off into the financial and engineering and project management weeds so terribly this past week. It's it's a list of symptoms of life in a single party town the kind of thing that you can only get away with in a single-party town. Uh, so we'll be talking with Senator Osmek about that just uh, about 10, 15 minutes here right now. Also, second hour, Rob Dorr of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus will join us. Uh, Rob will be uh, taught. He's the political director. He's the one who's down at the state capitol every day during the session negotiating with both sides, frankly, on uh, pushing back on bad gun bills, Pushing forward, leaning in on the good ones. And we're going to have plenty of both out there this session. Uh, so Rob Dorr joins us in the second hour. Also, in the second hour, I'll be talking about Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters, and Spotify. You've heard the kerfuffle. Uh, Neil Young said, let me see if I can do my Neil Young impression. You either get rid of Joe Rogan or you can get my music off of Spotify and Spotify took him up on it because of course Joe Rogan is a cash cow I mean 11 million daily listeners he may be bigger than any cable broadcast in America today right now he's on Spotify he's part of Spotify's cash cow and most people who pay attention to Neil Young don't know what Spotify is they're still playing CDs cassettes eight tracks for all we know I, I and by the way I'm going to also push back on some of my conservative friends who are saying, ah, Neil Young, he's a has-been. Who cares? Yeah, you're wrong, too. 
You're all wrong. Anyway, we'll be talking about that here as as well today here. I, we, It's just tempting to look at governance in the Twin Cities, as we have been for the past couple of weeks, and say, wow, Minneapolis and St. Paul, you're just in the best of hands. And we've been talking about this for two weeks now on this broadcast, talking about the deeply ill-advised I think that's diplomatic uh, enough for today, for Saturday afternoon. Deeply ill-advised vaccine mandate in the cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Now, just to recap, it went into effect, what, last Wednesday uh, in both cities. It requires you to bring a vaccine uh, proof that you are vaccinated if you want to eat at a restaurant in St. Paul. Because we all know that COVID only spreads at restaurants, not at big box stores, not at hardware stores, uh, not at piano tuners or or at, at the Patagonia or at Penzi's Spices uh, or or at the toy store. No, it only spreads at bars and restaurants. Oh, it only spreads at bars and restaurants that serve liquor because, of course, that's the only place where the city of St. Paul has any licensing authority. Uh, they, they maintain uh, zoning enforcement, code enforcement of places that have liquor licenses. Other restaurants, by the way, several years ago, the city of St. Paul uh, was proven to do such a very, very bad job of inspecting restaurants that the state took it over. The state has no jurisdiction over restaurants. So that's OK, because the science shows that you can only catch COVID while you're drinking alcohol. Oh, but it's not entirely true. The science also apparently shows, if you believe science, the way Mayors Fry and Carter uh, believe science, that it only affects people who don't have the little vaccine card with them, which means if you have 120, ah, 120, 102 degree fever and are intermittently coughing uh, virus-laden excellent into the world, but you have a vaccine card saying that you got the Moderna vaccine in May of 2020. You can't you can't spread COVID. Whereas if you have natural immunity, in other words, acquired immunity, you had Omicron a month ago, as by the way, it seems I may have. Then there's then you are a high risk. Provided you're drinking alcohol in a St. Paul City licensed facility, not eating food, not shopping for hardware, not at Penzi's Spices. Well, we're all Republicans, so none of us are allowed in Penzi's Spices anyway. But you get what I'm getting at. If you're at Menards on University Avenue, you can't spread COVID. If you have a 102-degree fever, and you have an active infection going, and as you exhale, you're pumping viruses into the air by the billion, literally, into an enclosed environment. But they, the establishment doesn't have a St. Paul City liquor license. You can't spread COVID. If you have that active infection and you're at a bar, say the St. Paul Grill, enjoying an old-fashioned and you have 102-degree fever, and believe me, when I have 102-degree fever, an old-fashioned hits the spot. But you're at the St. Paul Bar, uh, St. Paul Grill, hobnobbing and rubbing elbows with the Democrat elite in, in St. Paul, having an old-fashioned, as you exhale, virus-laden excellent into the atmosphere. But you have a cardboard card saying that you got the Moderna vaccine on May 3rd, 2020, you can't spread COVID. Anyway, I 
pointed all this out over the past couple of weeks. It seems to have had little effect on the city of St. Paul uh, or Minneapolis, other than the fact that some bars and restaurants are opting to ignore the rule. Now, I'm not going to say who, because the last thing we want to do is bring the, the wrath of, of Jacob Fry and, and Melvin Carter down upon them. These people are fighting the good fight. They realize, as most of us do, that this is an endemic and that we should be focusing on protecting the vulnerable rather than locking down and uh, otherwise encumbering uh, the healthy. But they're not giving up on this. This past week, Mayor Fry uh, went on social media uh, with a, a post that I just thought was just ludicrously comical, comically ludicrous. Anyway, it was a laugher. Uh and I say this in the interest of someone who is perfectly happy to meet the mayor halfway. I mean, it was a cheerleader post on social media. And that's his job. He's supposed to be Minneapolis's top cheerleader. I mean, it's part of his job to, how do I phrase this delicately, blow smoke up the world's collective skirt uh, or pant leg about the city of Minneapolis. That's his job. Anyway, so he went on social media this past week after about a week of his as we have mentioned, bizarrely illogical and unscientific vaccine mandate to say everything is hunky-dory. And I quote, First Friday with the new vax testing policies in the books and my phone has been flooded with pictures of full tables. He, he didn't republish any of those pictures of full tables, by the way. Uh, once again, Minneapolis is leading the way through a trying time, showing we care about the health and safety of our neighbors as long uh, who, who who have cards, by the way, uh, while supporting the restaurants we love, Mayor Jacob Fry of Minneapolis. I mean, it's not a surprise. He's cheerleading the city. I mean, dog bites man, uh, and cheerleading his own policies even more so. I mean, it's just part of the job description. It's okay. I, I I'll give him points for that. Of course, he didn't publish any of those pictures of full bars and restaurants, and, and I'll, I'll allow for the fact that. Any given bar in Minneapolis or restaurant might be a little more full than it might have been otherwise because there's so few of them left. Literally every place in Minneapolis that I used to book parties back during the glory days of the mob is closed or either permanently or for the duration. I mean, Town Hall just decided to shut down until the mandates are over because guess what? Their staff aren't health cops. Uh, anyway, the the stats show, by the way, that the, the results apparently aren't quite as sanguine. Uh, Open Table, which is an online reservation service, uh, posted its seven-day averages uh, of restaurant reservations from 2019 to 2022. Uh, almost three years of, well, over two years, almost three years of change in the, uh, basically showing the, the, uh, the change in reservations over the years. Number one. Over the past three years, Miami up 14.4%. Fort Lauderdale right up there, 97 Kansas City, 55 Naples, Florida, little Minnesota, 2.4% up. Scottsdale, Las Vegas, Miami Beach, all up. Other cities, well, those are the big ones that are headed up. Minneapolis, down in number 45th place on the open table listings at a net loss of 65.2%. It's two-thirds off in the last two years, ladies and gentlemen. If those tables are full, if Mayor Fry's iCloud account is bursting with, with pictures of full restaurants, feel free to republish them. 
by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Up next, Senator Dave Osbeck on the ever-deepening money pit running through your backyard if you live in Kenwood. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Jane came to Robbinsdale Women's Center, excited to be pregnant, but she was being pressured by her boyfriend to abort. She wasn't sure she could do it on her own. When she heard the heartbeat and saw her baby, she knew she had to find a way. Through parenting classes and community resources at RWC, she received the help that she needed to choose life. Hi, I'm Eva. I'm one of the nurse sonographers at Robbinsdale Women's Center. I have the privilege of showing women their babies on ultrasound for the first time. Last year, 279 women at risk of aborting their babies instead chose life. Our goal at Robbinsdale Women's Center is to give accurate information on all pregnancy choices. All services are provided at no cost with no government funding. We rely on people like you who value women and their unborn babies. Since 1992, thousands of babies have been given the gift of life. Your donation to RWC will help save babies. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org. Do your employees love their commute to the office? With Working Space Changes, your office site can be either a sore spot or a huge bonus to an employee. Centerpoint of Mendota Heights gives you an advantage. It's conveniently located near major roadways, has a park-like setting near the Mississippi River, close to walking and biking trails with great lunch spots nearby. This eight-building, single-story business campus features free parking, customizable office space with no shared common areas, enhanced air purification systems, separate utility meters, and private restrooms. Amazing! Centerpoint of Mendota Heights is the ultimate in business convenience. You and your employees have an easy commute to this centralized location near Minneapolis and St. Paul with accessibility to MSP Airport. Centerpoint of Mendota Heights is locally owned and managed, an ideal place for a business looking for a value-forward move. Our mission is to support local business owners like you, Learn more by visiting escapetomendota.com. That's escapetomendota.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, next week, our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast from Medicine Lake. Saturday, February 12th, that's two weeks from today, uh, Brad and I of the uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network will be on the air. From 1 to 3 p.m. as they broadcast, we broadcast from our fish house. Ooh, they got us a fish house this time. It's usually a tent. Anyway, you can't get more Minnesotan than that. Uh, Holes for Heroes is an annual ice fishing tournament created to honor our uh, veterans. 
both at home and abroad. It's free for vets, by the way, and your families. So visit am12athepatriot.com for all the details. Holes for Heroes, an annual tradition for going on 13 years right now, I think. I think the first time I did it was 2010 because Ed was still on the show and Brad had not yet joined the Narn. So I'm pretty sure 2010 was our first episode. Oh, and I interviewed uh, the candidate for the 4th Congressional District that year. So I'm pretty sure it had to have been 2010. At any rate, all neither here nor there because we are here to uh, measure the breadth and depth of the biggest money pit in Minnesota history. And and who else to do that with but uh, a longtime friend, Senator Dave Osmek. Good afternoon, conservative infidels. It always is when we're on the air. Senator Osmek, you and I uh, may have been two of the people in the Twin Cities, uh, anywhere in the Twin Cities, anywhere in Twin Cities media, who heard the news of this past week and went, whatever. We've uh-huh. been thinking this for a long time. I, I pred- I, we may have predicted, maybe not the exact numbers, but we knew this bad boy was going to be spinning off, <laughs> to pardon the, the expression, the rails. Uh, the news started coming out this past week about the cost and schedule overruns in the Southwest Light Rail. You have been following this for as long as I've known you, which is, shows you how depressing the rail situation in this market is. <laughs> Break the news down for the audience, Senator Osmak. Well, you know, let's talk about the stupidity that we currently have, which is the green line and the blue line. The and, Vomit Comet and the Ventura Trolley. And I just got the new numbers from Met Council for 2018 and 2019. I'm not going to... In 2020 was an anomaly with COVID and everything like that. I'll cut them a little break that the, the numbers that they have there are not representative of how bad this is. But right now, if uh, in the most recent full year of normal activity, um, there is a uh, there is a ridership that goes up, but the costs keep going up too. Riders pay in the last full year they have they paid 28 million dollars worth of ride fares. Wow. Not, you know, that doesn't sound like a bad number, yeah. except that the rider count was $25 million. <laughs> So the, the riders have been paying, are, are paying about a buck fourteen a pop to ride on what you call generously the Vomit Comet, I think it is. That's, that's the green line, yep. And the other, the other number you have to look at is, okay, so what is the cost? Mm-hmm. In ninth, 2019, our cost to run those two lines was $76 million. Wow. Now, that doesn't include the annualized payment of the bonds. Remember, when you build these things, you just don't get these things for free. You have to float bonds. You have to get the money from some players. There's $96 million worth of payments that have to be made on on a daily, on on an annual basis. So, $172 million altogether. Yep. And uh, so the numbers turn out this way. Riders are paying about a buck 14, and you are subsidizing $5.70 per ride. Now that's going to sound good when we move to what Southwest is going to look like. Well, I was going to say, the, the North Star Line has got to be making up the deficits because oh. that has been a stamp, a runaway train of success, if you will. I have those numbers. I didn't insert the. <laughs> I didn't get the the numbers in for eighteen and nineteen. However, the last numbers I have are two thousand seventeen numbers. Yeah, riders are paying three dollars and seventeen cents per ride. Yeah, and the subsidy with bond payments is 
$39 per ride. And that was before the the pandemic left the train so empty that you can literally have paintball fights and not worrying about uh, getting any splatter onto anyone who doesn't want it. Right. And what I'm doing, and this is simple, it's coming, numbers are coming from the Med Council. Yeah. I am assigning the the cost that they say they incurred with a 4% annualized rate over a 30-year bond. It's a, you could argue whether thirty that, that 4% is too much, but... I have to assign an interest value because you have to have interest on the bonds. Right. They're being they're being floated and you have to pay for it. So yep. Southwest, this god awful disaster. Uh, I was I I think I made the TV the other day. I, I said the governor is tone deaf because he's also talking botano and we'll we'll come back to that. The at two point seven five million billion, billion sorry billion dollars. I keep missing that number. <laughs> billion dollars. The annualized payment we will have to make just on the bonds, just on the bonds, is one hundred and just short of one hundred and sixty-two million dollars per year on a thirty-year bond with a four percent interest rate. That's before a single train eats a single volt rolling right. down the line. Because all those costs are going to be you're, you're you have to incur all the costs before you start up the train. Yep. So what does that mean? Okay, they're saying according to their numbers. They're saying they're going to have 30,000 trips or uh, rides per day. <laughs> 15 in other words 15,000 people are going to use this on a daily basis because if you're going someplace generally you got to come back. Right. 30,000 rides. The riders according to their most recent 27 2017 numbers, I got to change the spreadsheet. Again, the riders are playing about a buck, a buck 10. Yep. The subsidy to operate is going to be about two bucks. Yeah. The annualized, when you include the annualized cost, the cost is $22.73 per ride of North, of, of, of just Southwest. Presuming the ridership numbers hold up. Are accurate. Which they have been absolutely accurate about so far in the history of the green and blue lines, as I recall. Am I right, Senator? Yeah, Arizona? they've been terribly accurate. Yeah. But, right. but so, folks, $22.73 per ride. Again, these are their numbers, not mine. They are from the organization. All I'm doing is math adding for a 30-year bond with a 4% interest rate. Riders, out of that $22.73, the riders, according to the more recent numbers, will pay, what did I say, a dollar fourteen, buck fourteen. The rest of it is going to be paid by somebody, whether it's Washington, D.C., whether it's uh, unicorns coming down with bags of money. Uh, the rest of that money, which is, what, $21? Right. $21.59. Is being paid by us. Yes. This is not an effective mode of transportation. Uh, we've already started thinking about this. Instead of putting in the tracks, how about we just make it into a dedicated bus line that has dedicated bus service? They put the bridges in. They're heavy enough to carry a bus. It's perfectly fine. Let's just let's just make it a bus line. The bonded cost, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that in a moment here, because, of course, the why we make it what it is is part of our problem here. I mean, it was originally uh, estimated to be $2 billion, which... Oh, no, 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 no. It started out at like 1.7. 1.7, right. Which, by the way, is less than the cost of the other two lines put together. Yeah. So so far, the, the, the Ventura Trolley and the Vomit Comet are bonded costs are about $2.1 billion between the two here right now. So if the Southwest Light Rail comes in at $2.75 billion, that's... 
That's more than the cost. That's a good quarter more than the cost of both the existing lines put together. And then the governor wants to talk about Botano. And if you remember a few months ago, at least the Met Council realized they weren't going to get that thing done in the configuration they wanted to. Robbinsdale has actually put a resolution for saying, don't build it. We don't want you to. It's coming through our city and we don't want you to. We saw what happened in the Midway. And then the governor in his budget, a day after the Southwest News comes out and the Met Council has to swallow and, and up the ante again. Then the governor comes out and says he, in his budget he wants $200 million for a Botano line, which is the extension of the one that goes to the airport. So it goes up into Brooklyn, Brooklyn Park. Oh, they're going to extend the green line as well, which I, I forget what the extension is. Apparently it's going to be uh, an extension to take the green line mm-hmm. to dump baskets of money into Pig's Eye Sewage Lagoon, apparently. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know where they're going to extend it well, to. Well, and I heard about the purple line, which oh. which I hopefully will be here to see that in 2035 or 2040. <laughs> The purple line that goes up to uh, up into White Bear Lake. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and it just goes on and on and on. When are you people going to realize this is inefficient? Republicans in the budget that we just passed actually put forth more money for bus rapid transit lines like the A-line or uh-huh. the, 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 well, is it the A-line? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those type of circulator routes so that you don't have to go into Minneapolis in order to use a bus to get someplace. Yep. Um, we believe in bus rapid transit. What we don't want to do is put in the most inflexible. By the way, folks, look at downtown Minneapolis. It's turning into a ghost town. Target is leaving. Target is exiting yeah. their facilities downtown. Why? Well, I guess they you know they don't want their employees shot every once in a while. But they also are realizing that they don't need the office space. We are changing. The dynamics of our economy is changing. Yeah, And people are... Uh, companies are putting in what are called landing cubes. Now, if you've got to come into the office for a day or or two, they have a cube. You land on it. You use it. Then mm-hmm. you leave. And you do the rest of your work from home. They are saving oodles and oodles of money by not having floor space. Yeah. So if that's happening, why are you building $2.7 billion worth of train line to go into downtown Minneapolis when reality, the business world is changing. In 30 seconds, however, we are told, uh, reliably informed on social media, that this is really for the benefit of the poor people who need to get their get from their jobs downtown, uh, uh, from their uh, places in the wedge, out to Eden Prairie to their jobs at the Eden Prairie Center. Yeah, except for the fact that they don't always go in the same place. They don't exactly. always go to jobs. They and, and when you get to the end of the line, you have to be able to get to the job, and, and unless it's right next to the line, you're taking another form of transportation or you're going to have to walk. Exactly. And and that's something I found out during my one year of living a transit-centered life is if you've got kids... Lots of luck. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you don't live, if you don't live and work right on on the bus and train lines, which I did, uh, you're out of luck. Uh, Senator Dave Osmek joins us. Oh, we're nowhere near done talking about the uh, the money pit that is the Southwest Light Rail. Questions, comments, give us a call six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. 
put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Wouldn't it be great to receive free quotes from multiple top-rated contractors on siding, roofing, and window jobs with absolutely zero pushy salespeople invading your house with one-size-fits-all overpriced options? I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As many Patriot listeners know, one short meeting with me will result in competitive estimates emailed to you a few days later with no obligation to buy. With today's supply chain issues, the most common question I get lately is how long until the work can be done? Straight answer. If you would like to see some new windows in your house in the summer, now is the time to call me. Lead times are up to six months for window installs, double than what we've ever seen in the past. So whether you would like a few windows quoted or all of them, we'll go over the best options that fit your house and stand up to our extreme temperature swings. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back out to write up the order so we can get the clock ticking on your new windows. To set up a short meeting with me, go to GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Want to know why you'll love working at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning? You have options. You can work with your hands out in the field, or you can work a variety of positions in the office. Plus, Standard offers a full range of benefits, like medical, dental, vision, 401k match, life insurance, flexible hours, tuition reimbursement, and much more. Whew. Standard also offers great wages. That's a heavy paycheck. Standard Heating provides ongoing training and certifications. The best part is you get to help people every day and work for a company that gives back to the community. Standard Heating has been owned by three generations of the same family. The things you want from an employer and more, the highest standards. We know you'll love working there. Visit standardheating.com careers to apply today. Standard Heating, providing the comfort and the employment you deserve. Apply today at standardheating.com careers. That's standardheating.com careers. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for Senator Dave Osmeck. Hey, don't forget, it's National School Choice Week. Ends today, by the way. Access to a variety of educational options is vital so your kids don't turn into transit-supporting Democrats. If you're looking for a private, especially Christian education, we can help you get 50% off your first year of tuition. Each child deserves an effective, motivating, challenging, life-affirming educational environment so they don't turn into Ryan Winkler voters. See our list of partnering (laughs) schools and learn more at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. It's in the script. I can't change the rules. (laughs) 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for Senator Dave Osmeck, we'll be going to the phones in a moment here. Let's talk about the overruns here. You and I both work in the world of business. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, certainly have worked in the world of, of engineering, in this case, software engineering. And when you have a project that whose time uh, doubles or close to doubles and whose budget goes, but doing the math in my head, 37% over budget so far. And by the way, I will predict it right now. This thing ain't coming in anywhere under $3 billion. That was my prediction. I said I think I said 3.1, but 3, I think, is absolutely safe. This is going to be a $3 billion train line here, which, by the way, will jack up all the numbers. Oh, Let's yeah. talk a little bit about how it got that way. I mean, part of it is 
I mean, it was a bad project with the original uh, plan, a a little under $2 billion. Uh, But then the engineers involved, being engineers, thought in terms of practical terms and said, we're just going to run this down the Kenilworth Trail, the old rail line that mm-hmm. runs through the Ken- uh, down Kenilworth and through Kenwood. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, we got existing rail tracks down there, hunky-dory, everything's just fine. Uh, well, the neighbors, good DFL-loving uh, Kenworth residents oh, being yeah. that they are, Kenwood residents that they are, said, well, we support light rail, but we don't want to see or hear it. So they had to build a tunnel. Yep. The most obscenely expensive way to it literally, at very best, multiplies the cost of a rail line by an order of at least that piece of rail line by an order of magnitude. They are the definition of the word NIMBY. They are NIMBYs. They are uh, condo pinks, limousine liberals, <laughs> uh, Kenworth pop, uh, Kenwood populists, and literally that piece of line would do well to come in uh, ten times its original estimate for that half mile. But it's going to come nowhere near that because they found a combination of mud yep. and boulders, yep. a high water table, but lots yep. and lots of rocks, yep. which is exactly as much fun to build a train through as it sounds like it is, especially trying to dig a tunnel through. <laughs> Be- oh, flipping tunnel! Because they don't want to see the train. They don't yeah. want to hear the train. And they're coming within inches of some of those Tony special apartment buildings and of all things if you listen to the, the testimony we had at the committee for metropolitan governance this week um you actually heard senator scott dibble no friend of conservatives no lighting up all kinds of i mean he'll light money on fire too oh, but yeah. he's lighting up the met council on this boondoggle and he's yeah. even gotten to that point where this is somebody's gonna have to say stop when do we say it's too expensive by the way uh, the, the I, I know the, the, the condos involved, former grain elevators have been turned into condos. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see Democrats come up with respect for property rights, finally. <laughs> At least we got that going yeah, on. Yeah, you can hear the angels sing in the background, except for the fact I don't believe it. This is just one of those things of they have to say in order to keep those people off their backs well, if for I re-election. Were, I, I have a hunch some of those DFL voting uh, condo pinks, literally, in those uh, in those in the converted grain elevators, they may not be having a sincere political conversion, but suddenly property rights, have become, at least their own property rights oh, yes. become very important to them. Nonetheless, this is where we, we, we get part of the cost increases from, but that's 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 nowhere near the, the, the end of it here, Dave. Oh, mind. gosh, no. Uh, we're, this is just going to get worse and worse. Like you said, if it's if it's not $3 billion, I'm ready to take bets. Yeah. And I'll take the over on $3 million. <laughs> yeah. Billion dollars. yeah. Uh, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. Absolutely. Let's uh, go to the phones in Invergrove Heights. Dan joined us. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Senator Dave Osmeck. Thank, thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Senator. I have a quick question. Seriously, um, when they expand light rail, is is there a rise in crime to the areas where the light rails are expanded? I mean, to me, this sounds like a perfect vector for the criminals of Minneapolis to reach out to the residents of Eden Prairie. It, I'll tell you something. By the way, thanks for your call, Dan. I, I don't know if you want to take this one, Dan, but I, uh, Senator Osmeck, but I'll, I'll, I've taken a look at this. Mm-hmm. Haven't published it, but I, I, I may take another look at it shortly because in the immediate aftermath of 2014, when the Green Line, the Vomit Comet, started <clears throat> serving <laughs> the Midway, which had so recently destroyed, the crime rate, at least in the and, and the St. Uh, St. Paul Police Department measures crime in these little uh, quarter-mile squares up and down mm-hmm. everywhere throughout the city. And you can call it a correlative relationship. Maybe you could quibble whether it's a causative relationship or not. But in 2015, 2016, 
uh, petty property crime, street crime uh, in the squares up and down the Vomit Comet rose. Mm -hmm. It rose. And and by the way, this was at a time when crime in general in the Twin Cities was still following. Do you remember those days, Senator Osmeck? Those nice safe days where we we weren't burning things to the ground Uh, on a daily basis? When Minneapolis was among the safest cities in America and when Minnesota had the lowest crime rate of any state with a major metropolitan area. And I remember those dimly. I tell my kids about it once in a while. So yeah, I I don't know if we can say that there is a causative relationship, uh, Dan, in Invergrove Heights. I think there is a correlation there. I have noted the correlation, and now that I'm thinking about it, I may have to sit down and study that and see if I can run the numbers, uh, comparative numbers with uh, the rest of the cities over the last, gosh, it's been eight years since we've had the We haven't had a discussion about that. However, we probably will have that as a question next time around we have this thing up. I can hardly wait to hear it. In St. Louis Park, Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Right ahead, you're on with Senator Osmeck. Mitch, uh, thanks for taking my call. Quick story and a couple questions. The story was uh, a few years ago, uh, we have an eightplex uh, in Fridley right across from uh, a huge entire block that the Met Council purchased for the North Star Rail Line. They raised it, put a parking lot in there, and for years, maybe a couple cars were parked in the lot. So one of my tenants was a snowplow driver, and he had to... He had no room to, to park his snow, his, uh, his plow truck in a particular night. I said, park it across the street in the lot. No one uses it anyways. <laughs> well, next day he gets up, walks over his plow truck, a ticket on his windshield, no overnight parking. <laughs> yeah. so, apparently, so apparently no parking during the day and overnight. By the way, they turned that lot into a MTC uh, training uh, facility for buses. No one parks there. You would see cars there once a year for a couple of days during the state fair. Yep. But I, I, I question two quick questions uh, for Mr. Osmick. Why is the Norse, why, why is that still being operated? Number two, why did Elaine Chow of the Trump administration agree to federal funding for this, for this Southwest boondoggle? Uh, thanks for your call, as always, Mark. Senator Osmick, two so questions. So l- let, let's start with the last one. I sent a letter, and actually I had, an, I th- believe I had lots of signatures from Republican senators begging, pleading with her to stop the madness of this Southwest Light Rail thing. And this is one of those cases where the they would not listen to the Republicans. A Republican, she was under the Trump administration. Trump, the Republicans at Washington, didn't stop this when it could have been stopped dead in its tracks literally and i'm i'm sorry there there are probably some people that are that are trump you know fans but this is one of the failures and it's it is you have to be honest about it and granted commissioners get away you know they do what they want to do and and you can't necessarily tie this around anybody else's throat but she did not listen to minnesota Right. So we could have stopped it. And uh, then what was the other question was? Uh, I was hoping you'd remember it. I um, should have. Re- I was going to write it down and I forgot. Dang it! Uh, I I'm sure I come. I come. Oh. I can't remember. Darn it! Forgot it. Anyway, uh, well, well, it'll come back to us. But here. it was a good question. It yes. was a good question. Uh, but we we are going to have hearings in the Senate on this. Uh, we're actually okay. going to actually do our job, as opposed to the House who are nothing but rubber stamps. Representative Yuha Kim uh, of Hopkins St. Louis Park uh, representation is just in love with this thing and wants to talk about all the economic development 
that is that is <laughs> taking place. And I and I said to her, I said in the meeting, I said, excuse me, we had this question in se- when I was in the minority, what six seven years ago, we had this question, and here's what we were told in front of our committee. We were told all of the development that the development is happening in general is organically being taken from other places in the metro and showing up there. It isn't creating anything. It's just displacing where other economic development was going to happen organically without $2.75 billion. And by the way, they are claiming practically every piece of economic development uh, every piece of economic development anywhere in both cities is the responsibility of, of the light rail. Well, that's a preposterous linkage. Yeah, the other question now we got, he called, uh, Mark called back, North Star. Why are we still doing that? Well, we did try to, there's some, there's some difficulties with the feds to be able to unravel and stop this because there's certain requirements on the money that we, we accepted, unfortunately, for that disaster. Wait, federal money has strings? Yes. Oh, and, man. And, of course, the good news is, is we've, we have stopped the silliness of extending that to Rice, and then they wanted ah. to extend it to St. Cloud. Um, but there are we are actively working on it, and even the Department of Transportation is trying to find ways where we can uh, shut down mothball but the problem is when you mothball it there are costs to reactivate everything that have to be baked in because you can't just shut it down without expecting to probably start it up again although i would be happy with not doing it yeah um and also i think we do pay a rent on the train tracks because those aren't our train tracks those are uh Burlington Northern Santa Fe. Which is supposed to be one of the cost-saving features of commuter rail as opposed to building an entire light rail train. You're using train tracks that have been built and a right-of-way that's already in tracks. It should, in theory, be cheaper. Well, Somehow it doesn't work with the It, it isn't because the, tra- the trains are going, they're going to ask, the companies are going to ask for their fair share. Oh, yeah. I love that. Their fair <laughs> share of what it costs. So um, we... Uh, we can do better in Minnesota. We have to do better. Well, let's work on that. When we come back, one more segment with Senator Dave Osmeck, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, we're going to be talking about the upcoming session where you are going to be highly placed to comment, Senator Osmeck. Yes. More on that when we come back. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more, or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm, specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving taxes issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing, and it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70 percent of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it works for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only 19.95 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer that's relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief feel the difference iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 if you want to join by the way, just in time to keep you focused on your healthy New Year's resolutions, you can win a Peloton bike for yourself, and in the spirit of Christmas, which lives all year round, one for a friend. All you got to do is listen to good music. Just not get better than that. So listen to our sister station, thefishtwincities.com, and click on Healthy You, Healthy Family Sweepstakes. You can uh, register every single day between now and, well, day after Valentine's Day. So... 651-289-4488 if you have questions for Senator Dave Osmick about the train in vain or about the upcoming session, which we still have to get to. Time yeah. certainly flies. We need to do oh, this yeah. again soon. But let's go back to the phones in Bloomington. Ron, uh, you're on the Northern Alliance with Senator Dave Osmick. Yeah, within five years, plus or minus, uh, we'll have self-driving cars. And well, how's that going to impact the light rail? Because a self-driving car can pick you up at home and drop you off at the front door of your office. Um, yeah, they can go anywhere. Well, it, if everything works. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, that five years is maybe a little optimistic. Right now, the latency in some of these systems are, you, know, you, you have to have instantaneous positioning and read in order to make some of these things work um i'm not there are some uh truck uh truck systems that are for long-haul truckers that are have that have some driver assist things that are they're working on right now right um you're right though the caller is right why would we need all the when you can actually go door to door as opposed to go out your door walk a couple miles get to the train tra- get to the train station drive the wide ride the train then get off the train and walk another mile to find your job we can go door to door you know 25 years ago when people were first starting to beat the drums for the Ventura trolley i said that the the very the very thing is that the train takes you from where the state wants you to get picked up to where it wants to drop you off whereas i, I predicted that the private market 
uh, would come up with a, a, a solution via the free market that would make trains obsolete well before the whole network was ever built. I was saying hydrogen-fueled cars at the time here. Uh, the, the market seems, with a little bit of goose from the Fed, seems to be moving towards self-driving cars. But yet again, a 30-year-old prediction of mine is coming up absolutely correct here. The uh, it, it, Now, I'm not going to buy a self-driving car, maybe ever, because like you, Dave, right. I, I've got some experience in the software industry, and I never buy version 1.0 of anything. <laughs> a, if, if you've ever been uh, driving down the road with someone else driving, trying to surf, uh, you know, look at Facebook or, or check out websites as you're driving and had uh, real trouble loading that website, uh-huh. imagine if the, that uh, lag is the bit that's controlling your car and looking out for for speeding uh, people crossing the street in front of you or pass or, or anybody out on the street in front of you pedestrians? That's disastrous. So I you'll you'll get me in a self driving car about the time I get a third date with Anna Kendrick. But but the the caller is right. Technology continues to advance and change. Think about where we were twenty years ago and look at those computers you have. And you know it's not. I don't call it a cell phone. I call it a really good computer that's in your hand. Yeah. So I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think I think it's novel and but I I do think that the world has continued to change and the need for this hard infrastructure at this cost yeah. is wrong. And even the Democrats are starting to talk about things and say, how much is too much? Yeah, not many of them, not enough of no. them, but you're starting to get a few. Presumably the ones in the outlying districts uh, that uh, are, are in districts that Trump won in 2016 mm-hmm. and lost in 2018, which brings us to the upcoming session. Yes. Uh, you you are uh, you're, you're going to be, uh, first of all, checking out some new digs this week. Yep, I, I will be. Uh, I, I got nominated by my my uh, my caucus in uh, October, and I've been waiting. Is this? I, I felt like a seven year old. Well, <laughs> I wish I felt like a seven year with Christmas right in front of you, and uh, I'm going to be the 14th president of the Minnesota State Senate. Wow. Um, going to be taking office, actually taking the oath of office on Monday. Uh, but this has sort of been a long, long time waiting. This is like a Christmas tree, and you see that thing, that big thing with big wheels, and a, it looks like some handlebars and maybe a little <laughs> horn. And you know it's a bike. It's wrapped. You can tell what it is. You can't touch it. You can't open it. And it's been sitting there for months yes. waiting for me. And it's like, can I have my present now? Can I open this thing? Because I really <laughs> want to do it. That's why. That's why I feel like uh, yeah. I'll be the seventh. I'll be the fourteenth president. And it's going to be great. And what people don't understand about pre- the president of the Senate, it is not the political leader, right? In the House, or sometimes we call it the other body, right. um, the House, their speaker is the political leader. Right. You have a majority leader, but that person is secondary to the Speaker of the House. Right. In the Senate, this is sort of like Washington, D.C. The Senate, the the operations manager is the president of mechanically do, taking care of floor activity, signing things, uh, doing the mechanics behind the scenes. is much more of a behind-the-scenes kind of role, although yeah. you run the Senate floor. Uh, but the political power is with the majority leader. Right. So um, we actually have three new faces. Uh, uh, Senator Miller is now the new majority leader. Right. Senator Lopez Franzen is now the minority leader, and I will be president. So we've done some switching. Although Senator Miller used to be president, um, we've got different faces, but I'm hoping we'll have a very uh, effective, um, good session, which I think will include uh, eliminating the the terrible unemployment insurance issue we've got right now that's looming on the horizon. Yeah. And then part two of this is zeroing out Social Security taxes in Minnesota. 
You see that have any chance of getting past oh, yes. the House? With really? $7 billion laying around, we okay. can do it. And oh, yeah. We, those, those price tags, um, zeroing out Social Security taxes, uh, that's going to be about one point, I think it's $1.2, $1.1 billion uh, okay. to, to, to do that. The unemployment, to refill the unemployment fund to avoid a massive increase in, in payroll taxes, that's Ooh. what's going to happen, folks, if we don't do this. We've got the money laying around. That's about one point, I think, $3 million. So there's two and a half mil down right Bill, there. Billion. I'm sorry, billion. I yeah. keep billion. I keep thinking about it. <laughs> but, you know, after that, I, avoiding stupidity is going to be the next thing. And uh, go, the governor has all kinds of his ideas, and the House certainly does too. And Ooh, Nelly. they want to spend public safety money on things that aren't public safety. They want to have lots of hug counselors, I guess. Because those are things most effective in stopping carjackings, I, I understand. So we've discovered. So um, we have a good we have a session coming up. It's a short one. It's a bonding year. Uh, hoping we're not going to have too many billions in bonding, but the governor wants three billion dollars oh, worth of bonding, man. and my tolerance is about one. Really? Yeah. I, okay. And even one is pretty pretty heavy. And the DFL bonding requests are always great comedy. Oh, yeah, I know. That's been a tradition on this show at the beginning of sessions for some time here. Perhaps you can come on and favor us with the uh, with the governor's bonding request in a future show here. Well, we'll do that, and we'll also pull up some of these bills because uh, my colleagues love to put in these things for reading rooms and for uh, <laughs> a memorial to, uh, to uh, rabid ferrets and, uh, you know— I'm making things up, but it's oh, that okay. silly. <laughs> Although I, you might think they do it. After a couple of years of Ryan Winkler as, as majority <laughs> leader, I, I think nothing. I had to think about that one. Oh, there's, <laughs> I, and I get to see the bills up front now because part of my job too is I do bill the bill referrals to their their juris their primary jurisdiction committees Ooh. are under my control. So. Uh, if, I, if I'm mad at somebody, I guess I could take a bill and send it to a committee that's similar to the Black Hole of Calcutta. Ooh, fun. But, well, we'll have uh, to catch up with we'll that in the see. future. Senator Dave Osbeck, thanks for joining thanks, us Mitch. today. Up next, Rob Doerr, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, talking about some more legislative mischief on its way. Oh, yeah, it's uh, legislature time. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Do you suffer from sharp shooting, aching neck, or back pain? Have you found yourself discouraged because the only solutions you've been offered to treat your pain or disc injuries are medications, injections, or surgery? Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center has a time-tested, proven track record of treating spine and nerve injuries from acute and chronic bulge discs, herniated discs, and pinched nerves. Their non-invasive, non-surgical decompression techniques have helped hundreds of patients get relief from debilitating neck and back pain caused by disc injuries. If you're ready to reclaim your health, contact Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center in Chanhassen. They're here to help you. As an AM 1280 The Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Go to AbundantLifeChiropractor.com to schedule your full disc and spinal workup. 
That's AbundantLifeChiropractor.com. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. It is only the rest of your life. Are you prepared for it? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the risks that need to be overcome during your golden years. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a sustainable income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon on Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or you can call them right now with your questions. The number is 855 231 6010. AM 1280 The Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.